Hey friends, I'm Megan Meredith. I've been on an interesting journey the past 10 years. It's been full of plot twists, as I'm sure your own journey has been. One thing I've learned is that people are fascinating and full of stories. We all come from diverse backgrounds and have complicated backstories. We experience the world completely differently and we don't always agree. And that's okay because there is always something we can talk about. Hey friends, y'all, we are gonna talk today. I'm so grateful to have my friend Nicola Hawkins on today's episode. It's a very full and rich episode and I don't even wanna give anything away. We are inching our way towards 400 downloads and that may sound minuscule, some of you, but it feels like support to me. So I just want to say a very big thank you for listening. I'm loving figuring out all of the logistics of this season, and I hope that you've enjoyed it as well. Please let me know by giving us a rating, a star, a like, a follow, a share, whatever, whatever you do on whatever platform you do it on. I'd love for you to help us spread the word for other people that might like some of this content. If you'd like to further support this podcast, hop over to MeganMeredith.com to donate or become a member. Without further ado, here we go. All right. Welcome, Nicola. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, absolutely. I love that you're here. So tell us a little bit more about you. Let's just go ahead and jump into your story. Okay. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> we're here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go for it. Let's do the darn thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Nicola, and I'm married. I have five beautiful queens. Yes. <laughs> I have my own in-house uh, women's ministry. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's it's women's ministry, <laughs> so you have all the above, you know. No, I, I, I often say that I'm growing up with them. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so generous. Yeah. For myself and for them. Yeah. Right? Because in a lot of ways, becoming a parent, you know, I think in some ways you expect that. I'm the parent. I should. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The should start yeah. happening. I should already know how to birth them and hold uh-huh. them tight and know when to put them in kindergarten. Yeah. And is it five or should I wait for emotional development or... <laughs> Do I want to homeschool them? Because right. they're so petite and so yeah. cute and I'm not ready to let them go, <laughs> which is what I did with my, right. <laughs> with one of mine. And so, yeah, the journey continues. Yeah. So growing up with them and I have a wonderful, beautiful, amazing <laughs> <laughs> spouse and he just supports me and encourages me to continue to grow as a woman, yeah. as a mom and as just a person. Yeah. In you know, just in general. Yeah. And I appreciate that about him. And you guys live here in Northwest Arkansas? Yes. Yeah. Northwest Arkansas. How long have you been here? It has become our home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, when your kids start making friendships and they're like, so we're not moving, right? Right. <laughs> it just needs to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we've been here for, gosh, I, I keep, we came at the bottom of 2012. Okay. So. Yeah. I keep having the years off. So it's eight or nine, uh-huh. whichever. Do the yeah. math. Do the math for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And where were you guys before that? Oh, we we're in NOLA, baby. Okay. <laughs> NOLA. <laughs> and how long were you there? Oh, gosh. Five Forever. years. Yeah. We were, we were in New Orleans for five okay. years. We yeah. were down there at seminary while yeah. James was pursuing his um, degree in mm. counseling. We we're on a total different journey to some degree we're mm-hmm. military family yeah you know um we were looking forward to uh going in the military as chaplain okay and yeah like the that was what he was doing yeah okay. yeah he was doing with a focus in like counseling mm-hmm. and then the path got redirected and so yeah we finished off there for him with his phd and Meanwhile, I was uh, homeschooling uh, or stay-at-home mom at yeah. the time, mostly, and then plucking away at my degree, my undergrad, yeah. online. <laughs> and what was that in, your undergrad? You know, it was towards, I think at the time I had a thought to do like business and education. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what I wanted 
do when I grow up. So mm-hmm. it's still, I still don't know. It's fine. I, still, <laughs> I still feel like I don't know sometimes. Yeah. It's mainly yeah. towards counseling right. now. Yeah. But it's even yeah. with that, I'm like, do I want to work with, do I want to work with kids? Do I uh-huh. want to work, you know? Yeah. Then I thought definitely kids. Uh-huh. Now it's like, wow, couple work, family work, uh-huh. you know? And so whichever that gets to look like. But then um, we were there with our first two and I was at school online mm-hmm. and pursuing degree towards business and education. Thought I would be a non-traditional teacher. Uh-huh. And it just became something else. Yeah. I continued homeschooling yeah. and plucking away at degrees. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> So you have five now and you're mm-hmm. still plucking away at degrees. Still so tell us what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had a four year gap in between back in 2012 to 2017, really. And so now since 17, I've been like pursuing mm-hmm. um, a degree in counseling, which is interesting when my husband was pursuing this degree, it was nowhere close to my <laughs> radar. Honestly, yeah. I was like, I don't know about uh, being in a counselor uh-huh. and like, what do you, you, it's just, it, it was just a mystery. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and what process do you, uh-huh. you know, take, what, what's, what does that journey look like uh-huh. to take someone on a journey of things aren't well uh-huh. and I want them to be well. Right. Life is yeah. going as I expected uh-huh. and I want something more mm-hmm. different and I want to grow. And so, it was just such a huge mystery to me then, mm-hmm. and I fully supported him. Yay! Yeah, but when I was in one of those teaching classes, honestly, it was like a cl- classroom management mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> when do you teach the kids if they come in uh-huh. um, and have such such an array of things going on? Yeah. I didn't fully understand what anxiety mm. meant then or... The, you know, depression or having family difficulties. Like, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. I hadn't began my own journey Mm -hmm. on understanding the inner world of self. Right. right? Yeah. I think then it was just a little mystery. So moving forward um, to now, it's, it's the, the desire of my heart to see people begin to understand themselves and, just start this journey of like growing in, in not feeling so stuck. I mm-hmm. think um, my journey of being a stay-at-home mom allowed me to go inwards in a lot of ways. I think some journeys in life, you find isolation. Mm-hmm. You find where you're either being misunderstood or you're misunderstanding your own self or yeah. your own journey. Maybe it's like, I didn't anticipate to be in this space mm-hmm. right now. Maybe you had life planned out a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's a little bit something different and yeah. unfamiliar. Parenting, marriage, mm-hmm. alone, it's just an unfamiliar journey. Yeah. If you hadn't seen it lived out yeah. in front of you or you saw it, but it looked not good. <laughs> right? right, right. Yeah, just making sense of all of that mm-hmm. um, and, and journeying forward at the point where, you know, it's like, okay, let me go back. Yeah. Can I go back? Sure. Because I think I went back, but I didn't tell you yeah. why I went back. Yeah. Y'all, I'm a processor <laughs> and I will jump around do. And, and chase the squirrel. <laughs> so I'm going to go back for a second. So when I was in the classroom management course, I said, well, when do you teach the kids? Mm-hmm. You know, and my heart just kind of went out to, mm-hmm. and I'm, of course, it's not going to be every child in a classroom, right? But I didn't want to miss any child in a classroom. Mm. So I thought how to fix that. My husband is in <laughs> counseling. Yeah. You know, he's taking all these courses. He seems yeah. to be getting along well with it and it's driving. I was like, let me go take a counseling class uh-huh. to be prepared for whatever students that right. I encounter. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So when I did that, it the next best class they had for me to take was like a intro to marriage and family. Okay. Um, therapy or something mm-hmm. like that. And when I took it, my mind was just opened. It was yeah. blown. It began that, I think. Wow. Uh-huh. Just connecting the dots. I think I'm going <laughs> to That just happened right here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I began at that moment to like really reflect mm. on 
what it meant for me to be a child and coming mm. into adult yeah. and building a family yeah. and having my own children. Yeah. So it became more than the journey of my potential future mm-hmm. students. And it became, I think, more inward. Your in own that. journey. Yeah. 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 Um, in a different light. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's when some of that started. So I, t- I finished my undergrad and then I went right into the grad program okay. there. Yeah. I did a year and a half mm-hmm. and then we moved. And so mm-hmm. with moving, it's been a long journey. <laughs> I'm getting ready to yeah. start my internship. Yeah. And I look back and it's been like 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um, not consistently in classes. Right, right. I'm um, always learning something mm-hmm. um, because I'm intrigued by just people and yeah. people's story and the stories we make about what we think we experience yeah. or, the, or the parts of it that we're learning to uncover and, mm. you know, yep. the different parts of it. So I kind of went back and forth, you know, to this school, to that school, trying to see what fits mm. well with my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I've always tried to keep that at the center and mm-hmm. trying to tend to what they need and we're needing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, not letting go of this yeah. thing that had pricked my heart. Mm, I love that. Yeah. yeah. that's. I love that ebb and flow, just like not giving up on the dream, but also knowing that like there are seasons in and out of class or, you know, yeah. in and out, like you're still going to get there. Like that's a, that's a commitment, you know, to the <laughs> dream. And I love, I love that because a lot of people don't have that. Like if we can't get it accomplished, like, you know, that kind of microwave society where mm-hmm. we're like, if I can't make this happen, this year or in, you know, three right. years, or whatever, like years. The, yeah. the appropriate allotted time, mm-hmm. then we need to give up on the dream or something. We, we must have missed the boat kind of thing, but instead yeah. you just keep like, let's just stay committed to this, yes. but also be more committed to, you know, the original kind of calling the family. Calling, yeah. Like, and so family. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. When you're talking, it reminded me of a song um, that came on my heart recently that I sung back when, before I had my family <laughs> and I've sung it like, uh-huh. oh, parts of it uh, along the way. It's Yolanda Adams. And I can't even remember the name of the song, but a part of it, she goes, keep the dream alive. Don't let it die. If something deep inside keeps inspiring you to try, don't stop and never give up. Don't ever give up on you. And I'm not a great singer. You have a bad voice. I've been told that. <laughs> so it's like I can't even say the words. Yeah, you know? I love it. Yeah, um, that's beautiful. And then she talks about if there's stumbling blocks that mm. come in your way. Yeah. And my family by no means are stumbling blocks, but right. there, there are times where things came up where it's mm-hmm. like, this is not working. There's a hurdle. Or... These are yeah. hurdles. These are, these are differences, mm-hmm. you know, that I need to either slow down. Mm-hmm. I need to stop. There's been several times where I'm like, is this, why am I still pursuing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like what, what's, what's in it? Like right. I need to hang it up. Right. One clear call mm-hmm. after we came here was God was like, you're going to pursue this at the detriment of your family. And yeah. I was like, whoa, mm. mind blown. I was like, okay, I'll hang up the educational uh, hat until you tell me when, you know, yeah. tears staring yeah. down. It was on one of my daughter's birthday. Yeah. We were going to the zoo. Mm. It was supposed to be a happy time. It became <laughs> like this You're crying moment. at the zoo. <laughs> I'm driving, literally driving by the school that mm. I had filled out the application yeah. and I've gotten accepted oh, to go wow. to. Yeah. So I'm like, hang up this hat. Uh-huh of this dream that I desire yeah. driving by because mm-hmm. we were going to family time. Yeah. So the Lord was saying, focus on your family. Mm. And so for the next four years I did mm-hmm. and continued and occasionally I'm like, is it now? Is it now? <laughs> Are we ready? <laughs> is it time? Yeah. Because it, uh, you know, when you're in a, a holding place and you feel this sense of I'm not good at it or mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not how I thought I would be in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. You see your faults, you see your shortcoming, you see your lack of discipline, you see, you know, you're losing your cool, you see yeah. um, inconsistencies and you see ways about yourself like, I don't like this. I think mm-hmm. I'll be better out there 
serving right. out there. Uh-huh. Let me move away from my families that I value so much. They're yeah. so precious. Yeah. And so in this next four years, I saw all of those different mm-hmm. things about myself. And it, it, it's excruciating. Like, this is painful. I want to move away from it. Let me, let's go do yeah. the school thing. Uh-huh. You know, that right. seems right. like it will feel easier. Yeah, it's papers I got to write. But it seems mm-hmm. like, let me send my kids to school. Right. You know, but right. this is what he called me, what God mm-hmm. called me to sit into. And so as I go through that, I don't know if I'm in any uh, much greater at like having the dishes washed every <laughs> night. <laughs> but I tell you, I've grown yeah. through it because yeah. my full value of self doesn't come mm. with washing the dishes every yeah. night. It doesn't come yeah. with like having the, you know, exact, um, exact, you know, response to the mm. question that my child may be seeking it could be what i say growing up with mm-hmm. them okay that's when i yeah. began to develop and shift that narrative right. like i have to know everything mm-hmm. i have to you know be able to you know give the right answer or just whatever that mm-hmm. they're needing or that i think i needed to know as right. a mom right what, I, what have you yeah you know yeah so. just kind of some exploration about your own expectations and Mm-hmm. limitations and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so then you were ready to go back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I was ready. I had uh-huh. a six week, six weeks old child. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I, when I was, you know, in my last month of being pregnant mm-hmm. with her, the Lord, I was driving. See, I remember the hill that I was driving up plain as day and, and he put it in my heart and mm-hmm. I was like, now <laughs> you crazy. Now I'm, I'm thinking pregnant. Like, Wow. And yeah. I am the one that was like, I'll never, you know, uh-huh. I don't want anybody else to take care of my child, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, my infant child, especially. Yeah. And so there goes some elements of, I want to say pride, mm-hmm. you know, it could be my overprotectiveness mm-hmm. of my babies, which is fine yeah. and good. But if it's not just protection and it's pride or if it's some mixture of something else, mm-hmm. like I have to be the yeah. only human kind being, of control, you know, what yeah. I mean? And so he really worked to help to release me of some of that aspect mm-hmm. of it, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, no, I'm calling you to this. Yeah. And I learned so much about myself mm-hmm. in that season. Yeah. Because I had to like nurse her, take mm-hmm. care of her. She was so different. I was, <laughs> as a child anyway, <laughs> nursing was too slow for her. She's <laughs> like, give me a bottle. So I was like, okay, you're spinning this whole. Yeah. Like, you're changing everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. And it, she has developed to me in so many mm-hmm. different unique ways mm-hmm. because of her level of uh, perseverance yeah. and <laughs> determination. <laughs> yeah. So I went back in mm-hmm. in that season and it was it was hard. Mm-hmm. And I'll learn what burnout is. Mm-hmm. And and then I What does that feel like to you? Burnout. Yeah. Man, wow. It's when you just I think I got like so numb mm. and like the distance of myself, you know, it's just like going through the motors, going mm-hmm. through the motors, checking it off. Yeah. You know, so you can get that, mm-hmm. the things done throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then there's other parts of things in the day that you're like, I have no energy for right. it. Right. Yeah. I have no capacity you know, for I that. Have right. No capacity yeah. For the things that I, that I needed that he would have mm-hmm. capacity for. Right. Um, and does that stem from like busyness or is it like the type of works that you had to do, like paperwork or papers or, you know, like mm-hmm. what, what do you feel like drives burnout for you specifically? Yeah. I think it's when I wasn't giving myself the appropriate margin to mm. say I do well when I get up early. Okay. When yeah. I, get some time before the world requires things of Mm. me and I started to infringe upon those spaces yeah you know sometimes it's even to pause in the middle of my day and or or at the end of my day it it, it, different seasons it's look different Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. not necessarily to say here's what to do right like there's a formula but just but I I have to like even driving up here you know I had a moment where a word hit my heart and I could hear it, mm. you know, and then move on because uh-huh. I'm driving or I need mm-hmm. to focus. 
But I said, no, let me pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Let me get curious to it. Mm. And I think it's moments like that when I am not paying attention to something that might yeah. be my heart. Yeah. Not get curious or think, oh, no, I said I was going to listen to the, this podcast. Right. But right. no, pause and sing that song. Because when you pause and yeah. sing that song, I open up my heart. I open uh -huh. up my soul and my spirit. And my tears flow if, you yeah. know, oftentimes that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and I'm learning yeah. to be okay and give them space, mm -hmm. give my tears space. It doesn't always mean that my world is crumbling. <laughs> it's just, you know, yeah. I'm excited. You're honoring that. Yeah. I'm gra having gratitude. I'm honoring, mm -hmm. you know, what, um, yeah. whatever they're wanting to say at that moment. Uh -huh. And so, you know, if I, I think in that season, I kept on passing, probably passed yeah. over a lot of moments mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Where it wasn't as reflective on right. what I was needing. Like, yeah. you're tired right now. Go to sleep. Uh -huh. You know, yeah. um, drink that water <laughs> instead of drinking more coffee. Uh -huh. You know, things right. like that. I was just yeah. really pushing, mm -hmm. you know. Like the hustle of it. Yeah. yeah. I got more in that space. It was like, you know, um, God called me to go back to school, but he didn't say you had to take three, four, five classes in one semester. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, right. I just feel like I could see my baby and I can see at the time I had a 12-year-old. And I was like, if I'm in school for three more years, then I would still have two more years or three more years with her before mm -hmm. she graduates. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was pushing myself. Right. You know? Right. And, and I had to have that moment where God was like, I'm not calling you to mm -hmm. the like again that detriment thing yeah like, you know you can do both of them mm -hmm. you know slow down mm -hmm. if it's one class if it's two class yeah slow down mm -hmm. it, it, it my kids will be okay like mm -hmm. you will provide mm -hmm. for them in different mm -hmm. ways and so now i pivot because i want to get them back yeah yeah or quicker or be a present for them i mm -hmm. went online and i tried online and it just felt like well, the distance mm -hmm. and distant learning, you know, yeah, it wasn't working for me anymore. So it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, I have to let this thing go. Right. Right. You know, I'm having to choose or I, 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 I'm going to choose my mm -hmm. health inside. Yeah. Yeah. Versus yeah. feeling like numb or burnt mm -hmm. out or even distant because then I'm not available for my family. Right. Which is what I want to do in the first place anyway. Right. And so when I did that this last year, I let go for a whole semester and then this last year, it was just like, that's when it was like, you can take one to two mm -hmm. classes here mm -hmm. and there, you know? And I'm like, okay. So now I'm like, okay, Lord, is this good? Yeah. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. 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 And so I'm checking in. I'm checking mm -hmm. in with the family. Mm -hmm. Hey, family, this is what the semester needs to look like. Right. Is this okay? You know, does this work with your husband? Does this yeah. work with your schedule? Mm -hmm. You know, what can you manage? Hey, you know, my eldest daughter is mm -hmm. with cooking and stuff uh -huh. like that. Hey, can you cook with, right. you know, this meal? You know, trying to learn to delegate. To like fill thing. in the gaps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then even in this season for this semester, my younger two are being taken care of. Uh -huh. um, through partnership with schools yeah. and daycares. Uh -huh. And so, you know, even joining in, I'm like, hey, I'm needing this help because of this. And it won't always look like that it and it won't always feel that way. Exactly. But like exactly. learning to just like let go a little bit. And I love that piece that you said about, um, dang it, I lost it. What did you just say? <clears throat> it will come back. <laughs> That's what I always <laughs> thought. It will come back. It'll circle back. You know, it will come back. <laughs> If it's meant to, it will. If it's meant to. Y'all ever go shopping in that dress or that shoe or whatever on the shelf and you really, really want to get it, but you also know you don't have an occasion, you don't have to get it, you don't just that? want it. You're like, if next week when it comes, it's still here and it's still here. It's the entire sign. I love that you do that because I do that. I do. And my husband's always like, you should have bought it the first time. And I'm like, I know, but I then know. it was there again. And so I had to, and he's like, I know, but I told you to buy it the first time. But you know, the first time it just felt, it impulsive. wasn't ready. It you was were making sure you're being impulsive. Right. Or yes. wasn't ready. It was yeah. time. Listen, yeah. I got you. <laughs> I love that. I think that's where I was kind of going. We're going to circle this all the way back around. Like, I love that piece that just that you were being like curious about it. I feel like that's such a big thing for me right now. And I'm even kind of having a moment about 
this whole thing, I feel like I'm getting a word right now <laughs> because I was thinking the same thing. I'm, I'm weighing all of the, the scenarios about when to go back to school, if to go back to school, mm -hmm. I'm wanting to do this, but I'm not sure. I'm wondering if it's going to be a detriment kind of thing and just, yeah. just pursuing that, but also being like cognizant that you don't have to hustle your way through it. I think this is where I was going with this, mm -hmm. just that there's like a, a self-awareness piece that comes from, from maybe from the burnout, but, but also just from getting curious with yourself and checking in with yourself mm -hmm. about Am I putting these expectations on myself or is this what God has asked me to do? Because you checking in with that allowed you to see like, no, I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm the one who made me take five classes. You know what I'm saying? Like some right. of that stuff originates with us and some mm -hmm. of it originates from, from the divine that's outside of yeah. us. Right. And so then we layer those two things together and we constantly have to like check in with ourselves and go like, am I driving this or is is divine, is God driving this, you know? Right. And so I think right. that's just such a beautiful piece of the story to see how long you've persevered with this, this but also is. like learn to just ebb and flow with it. Yeah, that it's yeah. not like, I'm going to drive this train and we're getting done now. Mm -hmm. And here, look, I accomplished this. Mm -hmm. But just to be like, no, this wasn't the right life happened. And we took a break and yes. then we come back in and yes. we jump back and we jump back in. I just think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, mm -hmm. I see so much like, honoring through that that you did with yourself and with your family with your husband and with mm -hmm. just like mm -hmm. the process you know so yeah. i just Thank love you. that it's beautiful Thank it's helping you. me feel like it's doable it's doable <laughs> it's doable and thank you for highlighting the beautiful mm. in it you know and I know it hasn't been it hasn't been all rainbows you know like i'm sure yeah. there's been yeah. really hard things about yeah. it i think when you say that yeah just yeah i get Sometimes things just hit me just yeah. right. And, you know, it's the beauty for ashes, mm -hmm. right? Some yeah. things had to, like, you know, burn out, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then there's ash. And then it's like, wow, there's this beautiful thing mm -hmm. or the refining fire. Or we yeah. hear things like that, right? Mm -hmm. But then for me, the scripture comes alive because I go through this thing. Yeah. And I see so much of myself and mm -hmm. maybe what I'm wanting, yeah. what I'm pushing, what I'm forcing. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about if even delivery, as I'm talking yeah. about, if, if when delivering a, a baby, if you, you know, had the opportunity or, or, or hear or watch a video or something, you know, when you're delivering a baby, you're pushing, you know, the, at some point the, the, the nurse or someone may say, stop mm -hmm. right there. Right. Hold yeah. Right don't there. push it. Because you don't want to push so much, right. so abruptly and create mm. more damage yeah. than, than needs to. Mm. You know, it's such a delicate space. You're preaching right? now. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so there's so much, you know, if we go back, keep the dream alive, don't let it die. Mm -hmm. There's something deep inside. Mm -hmm. It's inspiring you to try. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't stop, right? Yeah. Never give up, right? Yeah. That element of when you're at that place, you you know this is supposed to come out of me, mm. and we want to hurry up, right? Um, but I think there's so much in a space of tension, yeah, right, yeah, and the carefulness around that, mm -hmm. so and the curiosity, so we can choose well, yeah, right, yeah, move forward well. But there's so much in life also that it's incremental development. Mm -hmm. It's slow yeah it's it's uh, you know compounding habits yeah and i think the way of knowing self or the way of healing it's a it's a compounding of of habits of mm -hmm. curiosity of of the sense of being deliberate and intentional right yeah and, and in an awareness kind of a way mm -hmm. right that that happens and you know, I clunkily went through it. <laughs> you know, I didn't yeah. have a goal. Yeah. I didn't have a, a, a plan or two steps, you know. Um, but I think it's one thing I've attempted to have over the years is awareness of, of the divine or yeah. God in my story yeah. and what he was calling my attention mm -hmm. to. And while he may say, come, mm -hmm. you know, or go, you know. I think sometimes we put our own speed on it. Yes. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And to be aware of that, mm -hmm. um, to be yeah. aware of, of, of those parts where we then 
do it with some element of, mm-hmm. of carefulness. Mm-hmm. We have the power, we have the the permission, we have the authority to mm-hmm. do it, but how do we exact it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. I feel like I'm getting therapy right here. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I want to circle back mm-hmm. to the word that you got in your car. Can I ask you what that was? Do you want to share what that oh, was? Oh, ah, you got me cry. <laughs> You don't have to if you don't want no, to. No, it's okay. I think, you know, yeah, I, I am venturing out in my journey towards developing clients and things like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, okay, you know, all right, how do you, how does one acquire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and I realized that I made my husband like, you know, graphic design skills uh-huh. you know put it together and you know people i'm like i have three clients like wow you know yeah. and just amazed at that process mm-hmm. um thankful grateful i think i felt that sense of gratitude i'm trying to remember the exact phrase but it's a, i realized oh that's a it's a song and it's a song by maverick um maverick city music and it's called the isaiah song and it, the word says like something, and I don't always have the exact phrase. Sometimes yeah. when it's a song that the Lord, I haven't listened to it in however long, mm-hmm. but it, this, this one, one little phrase came up. Oh, oh, sing to me, oh, barren land. Mm-hmm. Call to me, I will provide. Mm-hmm. You know, so I go back in there and I, was in, and I sing it and they, yeah, his, the yeah. Words as they sing it. And I'm just like, oh, you know, yeah. Which you can go back to it. There are seasons where I Mm. desperately, like, you know, our society tells us at large, at different ages and stages where you should have accomplished something, right? And and this is what's developmentally appropriate Mm -hmm. now, now, now. Mm -hmm. You should have achieved. And the Lord has called me in a whole entire different path. You know, I got married at 20 mm-hmm. when, you know, I think for my own family of origin, it probably anticipated me waiting a little bit longer. Uh-huh. And we started having kids right at the bat. And yeah. That, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm a, you know, I'm an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Um, and my family came over and you, you work, you establish yourself, mm-hmm. you know, educationally, financially, yeah. get the house get the car then then have kids mm-hmm. and god came in to inter- intercept that yeah and i was married very short window of knowing my spouse the lord made it clear mm-hmm. that was my husband mm-hmm. um even that was like strange and different mm-hmm. but, you know strange and different in a way off when you typically look at timelines sure. yeah you know so we we're married and by the first year we you know I was three months pregnant, our first year anniversary, you know? And so there's this pattern that God has Mm -hmm. been given us that looks different. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything about homeschooling before I I felt prompted to homeschool Mm -hmm. my kids. You know, I'd seen people and I thought it was strange and weird. And, (laughs) yeah. And, you know, and like, my my brain says, you know, you send mm-hmm. kids to school. That's where they get education. Yeah. That's where they get development. You know, but God was doing a new thing for us, mm-hmm. a different thing. And it was our journey. It was our path. The next year he did sit, you know, yeah. if we were to send my child to school. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she had that experience. But then the next year after that, he asked me to homeschool them. Mm-hmm. And then we've been on that journey for yeah. more time than not. And so I say... There are sometimes we feel pressure to do something mm-hmm. or I should have already finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning, a picture came up on my Facebook memory. And I thought when I was holding my teeny tiny baby, I thought by now would have been graduated. But the process has been expanded. Mm-hmm. And I said, I wouldn't be who I am today mm-hmm. yeah. had I not experienced mm-hmm. the times in the wilderness, yeah. the times in the I'm homeschooling, it feels different, mm-hmm. you know, in my brown skin, body, immigrant, mm-hmm. like all these parts. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been It's been these different, and I'm sure... You know, as a talk, it's not completely unique, maybe to the listeners, 
that maybe they've also experienced mm-hmm. some of this. Yeah. I think we all have seasons where it's it feels like I'm in this by myself and I'm devout, but more mm-hmm. so than not, we're not mm-hmm. alone. But I think we do go through seasons yeah. of um, wilderness experience mm-hmm. and it creates a development of who we are, yeah. the gifting that we have, mm-hmm. the ways in, you know, that we begin to be passionate about why we have a certain voice, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel passionately about, yeah. you know, I've had to walk in the markets with my three, four, five girls. Mm-hmm. And I've had a plethora of communication about how girls and women are. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the times, at least 60 to 70% of the times, it's negative. Yeah. Oh my gosh, bless your heart. That's just the, you know, right. just negative, yeah. you know, some negative comments about, you know, how financially, how, mm. you know, cattiness and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'm like, we're the human experience, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have feelings mm-hmm. and thoughts yeah. that are what word am I looking for? Because I don't see it. I don't view it as negative now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't understand what's happening or what the purpose is. Right. It signals us mm. to yeah. something that's yeah. going on. And we learn to pay attention to these signals. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the beautiful things that my kids have more so taught me than anything mm-hmm. else that, you know, than that they're, you know, catty or anything like that. They've taught me to pay attention to something yeah. that's that I'm feeling passionate about. Mm. Are they squealing? Are they having, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, right. what are you seeing from your perspective that maybe your sibling is not, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to go into it from that frame of view. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, just stop. Before I know <laughs> what, what right. doesn't say that about right. sibling rivalry, yeah. but it's because it's a sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. Not because it's like, oh, you're female and you know, you're right. being, horm- you know, hormonal or emotional or whatever. Uh-huh. And so when we even, uh, that's a whole nother story, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I probably could sit here and talk to you <laughs> all day about all the things, but yeah. I, 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 I've become aware of women mm-hmm. and the journeys of women. I think, you know, if we look at the Bible, it, you know, talk about Adam and, and Adam was there by himself mm-hmm. and then God said, it's not good. And when he said it wasn't good. He provided a woman, mm-hmm. an Ezer, a helper, a warrior, somebody to come by his side mm-hmm. and to exact her position and everything that God had poured into mm-hmm. her. It's interesting that, um, you know, the Holy Spirit, when the God's like, I'm going to be a present help at the time of need. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to guide. I'm going to guard. And I feel like we have all those, you know, uh-huh. substantial yeah. things within us as a, yeah. as a woman and, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I joke and I say, I'm, you know, have my own built-in women's ministry, but I can mm-hmm. only hope, you know, to build them to be aware warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, for God and, and, and for the people around them mm-hmm. to be able to love, to love well. So what are some things that you, that you do feel passionate about going into becoming a therapist and, and holding space for people? What are some things that you're, I think that God is not done with our journey. I always mm-hmm. say, until I take that last breath, mm-hmm. you know, until I take that last breath, I don't want someone to think this is it. Mm-hmm. This is, this has to be the, the only end. Like God can always intercept in it into our stories. Healing can be had and mm-hmm. it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a repetition each you know, throughout the moments of the day or, or each day, mm-hmm. you know, there are new opportunities to grow and to be aware that we're created for relationship that, you know, while I believe that we can take steps to, to heal and to grow within ourselves. And I think that's the element of responsibility and privilege to mm-hmm. be able to do that. But I think another part of the responsibility and privilege is that, we do that in community, mm. do that with another, other safe and individual. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's where you get to practice it. Yeah. You know, you do that practice round, find somebody who 
you know, you're like, I'm dysregulated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, I don't know what's going on. Right. You know, and you find yeah. somebody who can, can say, yeah, that makes sense. They're like, mm-hmm. no, you're not crazy. Yeah. Like it makes sense that you, you know, have that kind of knee jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what did you want instead? Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah. would help here, yeah. you know, and, and to be able to just see you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make you feel seen like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a whole entire human being. And you responded like that because of that part. Mm-hmm. And you're on a journey and there's opportunity for healing and growth. Yeah. You're not done. Yeah. We haven't taken our last yeah. breath. So there's that. more hope. The worst part is to feel stuck, mm-hmm. helpless and hopeless. Mm-hmm. The best part is to feel like those barriers can mm-hmm. be removed and you can have hope. And you can feel like, oh, I have a sense of self-efficacy can help. Mm-hmm. Um, God can step in the story and he can show me a path. We're going to push pause real quick. We'll be right back after this break. One of the things I love about therapy is just having like a safe place to say anything. Oh my gosh. You know, like, I mean, my therapist, we, we cuss and we, I mean, she, we just like, it's all like all cards on the table kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, and like, that's one of the very few people I feel like I can actually show up in my full self in her office, you know, because she's become a safe place, you know? And I think that lots of times people are like, I don't need to go talk to a therapist, but really what's underneath that is like the, the fear of actually showing up Mm -hmm. and showing yourself to someone because we're not used to doing that. We're we're used to kind of shrinking back from the edges and like Mm -hmm. not showing up as our full selves mostly because at some point in our lives, it wasn't safe to do that. And so we learned that it's not safe to, to show that part or that part, or like, you know, maybe cut yourself in half and only show up 50% because that's only what people can tolerate is like 50% Mm -hmm. of you. Mm -hmm. And, but like, what does that look like to become a safe place, to be the safe place that someone else is looking for? How does that feel on the other side of the, the office, the chair, the couch, you know, like, you know, cause I've experienced that on this side, like, hold I and I hold space for people in yoga classes like I know kind of what's it's like in a group setting to hold space but like as an individual to an individual human to human like how does that feel as the one who's facilitating safe space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow <laughs> we have three hours yes we do uh thank you so far for uh hanging in there uh it's like that's a very good question Yes, it's, I think about privilege. Mm -hmm. I think of the honor. I think it's just a sacred space. Yeah. Um, And I like so many things. Right. I know. Okay. (laughs) At what time? So I'll slow down because, you know, it will all come out in time. But to be on the other side is to be aware of my own self Mm. um, and what's happening to me. Yeah. Um, enough, but also being able to catch that, set it where it needs to be, mm-hmm. but, but to hear the story of someone else, you know, you know, as like, I'm sharing my, I'm like literally sharing my brain with them. Mm-hmm. I'm literally sharing my breath with them. Yeah. I'm literally sharing my heartbeat with them. I'm literally sharing my gut with yeah. them. Like I'm literally sharing my whole self, mm. you know, it's just this exchange, you know, my spirit, my soul, my mind, my body, all of it, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. Um, gosh, when I say that, it makes me think of, of a scripture, you know, love the Lord God, <laughs> you know, with your whole heart, mind, soul, body. Mm, and the yeah. second to this is to love your neighbor as yourself, mm. right? So if I can love God with that, then I think borrowing from that space of love and yes um you know there's ethics and things Mm -hmm. like that that i want to honor and and first and foremost like the no harm right yeah but to be there and say literally when i listen i'm hearing with my ears Mm -hmm. when i see with my eyes i'm noticing 
you know, noticing the, the, the slight shift of the eye and, you know, when they start yeah. thinking, I'm noticing those uh -huh. things. So I can say like, what just happened? Right. Where did you go? What yeah. happened right there? Mm -hmm. Because if you ever pay attention to yourself in a conversation, you know, somebody asks you something and you talk about feeling safe enough to mm -hmm. share, right? Someone asks you something and you're like, this is someone that I cannot share this thing with. Mm -hmm. You may look up in, in a mm -hmm. way and go into, you know, a different compartment, so to say, uh -huh. of the mind uh -huh. to, to throw in something that blocks off from that question mm -hmm. that they might have asked you because I'm not re either I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. I'm still uncomfortable with that part of yeah. my story. And so I get to see moments like that where I can even, even bring it out. I can honor mm -hmm. it and say, hey, look like something happens there. And I want to bring mm -hmm. it out to the table. I also want to honor, you know. Yeah. And so however, however, whatever needs to yeah. make that exchange there. But I can notice the breathing. Mm -hmm. So my eyes are taken in, you know. Okay, their body's speeding up. Uh-huh. You know. Right. Um, right. Mine may speed up. You know, because we, we, we are quickened by each other. Mm -hmm. We impact each other. Yeah. You know, we, we share the space together. Mm -hmm. you, if you jump in, in a startled way right now, sure enough, I'm going to jump in a startled way. If you start right. staring behind me, I will get curious. Like, is there a snake coming it's through? It's a chicken. <laughs> it's fine. It's, you know what I mean? The chicken in the yeah. backyard. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And so I yeah. think it's from this side, I realize how much I have to I say have to, but how much you develop the sense of noticing mm -hmm. the person, mm -hmm. develop a sense of hearing, right? You know, because I can say something like, you know, the client can say, "Oh, my my day was just <laughs> just great," mm -hmm. <laughs> but is right. was your day just great? Uh huh. You know, so you learn to hear in a different right. way. Yeah. So it's like. I get to show up in that room mm -hmm. again when I talk about burnout or I talk about like I get to address the things in my life, mm -hmm. you know, um, so that I'm not bringing my issues in there. Right. 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 And so that I can be fully aware in, in, in present or I notice if I have something mm -hmm. inside myself, you know, yeah. what yeah. to do with that so I can. I can't show up for Meg mm -hmm. and I'm just here for Meg. Right. Right. So it's, I think it's so many parts and it's so important, you know, and what's important for me as a therapist to be more aware of my stories. Mm -hmm. So one, I can understand what journeying through something looks mm -hmm. like. So I can even be, be ready. Mm -hmm. One of the things we learned as foster parent training is that you can't lead someone somewhere that you haven't gone. Listen, you can't, you know, you can't be a safe place. If you're not a safe place, like for yourself mm -hmm. in your own body. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I think about that as someone who's like facilitating safe space and, and helping guide someone through a journey that mm -hmm. you had to have already gone on yours. And even just listening to your story, you can hear how you've already gone on your journey and you've done the work. And it's been a long journey <laughs> to get to this journey. point, yeah. but it's so that you can then lead other people through mm -hmm. a journey, you know, because you can't, you can't take someone somewhere that you've never been at. I mean, like to feel stuck or feel mm -hmm. wrong or to feel misunderstood or yeah. to, you know, want something so badly and then feel like you can't achieve it just yet. Mm -hmm. You know, just so many parts, you know, to mm -hmm. hope for and then feel, you know, the hope being deferred and you feel the sickness in your heart. Yeah. You know, yeah. to feel, you know, see how you create bad habits when you didn't know how to create good ones, you know. So mm -hmm. maybe you overeat and maybe you gain the weight and maybe the weight feel like it's stuck on you and it will <laughs> never come off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. then maybe you learn to slow down mm -hmm. and to honor um, yourself in different ways, mm -hmm. you know. Waiting till you're actually hungry to actually eat mm -hmm. instead of one. Oh, you all are fighting again today. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna eat a piece of candy. <laughs> you know, right? I, right. You know, I have to pass the, the the pantry to come and get you. I get a snack <laughs> on the way. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just all all the different parts there. We get to, I think one of the things is 
thinking about accessibility, mm. reachability, you know, am I accessible to myself? Mm. You know, can I reach, can I, can I see what's going on with my own self? Yeah. You know, you know, can I be reliable or have integrity mm. towards myself? And can I engage with myself, not just say, shut it off and move forward, mm -hmm. you know, not just to go in my thinking brain, mm -hmm. but to be able to say, okay, this is what you're needing. This mm -hmm. is what's going on. And I think, you know, we kind of do that with, with others, you know, when mm -hmm. others need us, we learn mm -hmm. to like slow down and say, okay, I can be accessible, reliable, and emotionally mm -hmm. engaging with you. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those things we work through in healing conversations. It's like, you know, ARE, mm -hmm. you know, and then when there's pain and when there's hurt, when there's a, a, a need or, you know, you feel yourself being reluctant, you know, can I, can I name it? Mm -hmm. You know, can I sit with someone to even, I think sometimes we feel like we need to show up perfectly packaged, yeah. you know, with that bow on top. And I've gone through uh, my own therapy work and I remember talking about this with my therapist and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just... I would love to be like, but, you know, if you say type A, you know, what have you, I would mm -hmm. love to be the one that shows up and it's already put together <laughs> or I'm not running late to something, uh -huh. you know, but I realized that if I keep striving for anything like that, mm -hmm. I will never be the fully, the Nicola that I needed. And whether it's realizing that I need to wake up a little bit earlier so I can get there on time or that, hey, I showed up. <laughs> Here <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah. Five minutes late, yeah. you know. To be able to accept mm -hmm. myself where I'm at so that I can even begin to mm -hmm. journey towards what I, I think I'm designed, yeah. how I'm designed yeah. to grow. But if I never call it out, you know, I never name it, I never um, say what it is, like you're lacking discipline right here. Mm -hmm. If I can, if I name it something else, mm -hmm. like I can never capture it to grow it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to circle back to those three words of the ARE. Would you repeat mm -hmm. those for us? Accessible, reliable, and emotionally engaging. I love those so much. And I think what you were saying about even doing that for ourselves mm -hmm. and like checking in with ourselves is huge because I think that's why a lot of people, and I'm just like lobbing giant blanket statements out, but <laughs> you know, I think that I think I see that in people around me. I see that in myself before I went to therapy that those are the things that like, we're not used to practicing. We're not used to to even looking at ourselves and going, am I accessible to myself? Am I emotionally engaging with myself? Because I think one of the beautiful things about therapy is it's like turning over rocks. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it's like looking to see what's under there. What's under this one. Yeah. And then sometimes you put it back and you're like, I'm not ready for it's, that. It's too big. It's too dark yeah. under there. I did not know that was under there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to put that back. Yes. And we're going to circle back to that later. And some rocks are not that bad. And you turn mm -hmm. them over and you're like, oh, okay, yep. cool. That's what that is. We name it. We observe it. We like figure out where we got that, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so, but I think a lot of us are so, I, I call it like locking things in the basement. We've just like pushed everything down to oh my basement gosh. and like sequestered mm -hmm. it down there. And we like refuse to even mm -hmm. acknowledge that we have a basement anymore. <laughs> Once it's all down there, we're like, no, we don't have a basement. What are you talking about? There are not bodies down there. Okay. Um, but like learning those three words, like even just learning to check in with yourself and be like, I, no, I'm not accessible to myself because I've locked everything in the basement mm -hmm. and I refuse to look at it. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't ever want to go to therapy because we know we're going to have to turn yeah. some rocks over. We yeah. know eventually we're going to have to unlock that basement and start hauling up whatever mm -hmm. we sequestered down there. Mm -hmm. And so like, man, I love those three words. And you just like reframed a whole, a whole thing for me. I yeah. love that. <laughs> we do we do yeah i like how you said that you know sometimes we find that rock mm. that we look under yeah and we're not ready i'm yet. not ready for that you know and to be able to say hey, i am not ready mm. yet mm. it's a good thing yeah it's a good thing it is yeah to notice that and say i know it's there mm -hmm. right you may even say oh that's the that's that rock of shame this yeah you know the rock of whatever mm -hmm. you, know, you label it you see it you know, um, but I'm going to hold on. We're going to get there, but. We're going to get there. Maybe like a year. <laughs> in, in a year. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Right? Because when we talk about growth at all, just mm -hmm. like we start turning over every rock 
you think about how much disarray, right? You know, yeah. how many, how much cognitive dissonance, like our brain will be ransacked, right? Like all the things, yeah. our bodies will be really ransacked because sometimes mm-hmm. even touch that stone to overturn it, it start like you know maybe you know sending like lower back pain, right? A bit, yeah, heart palpitation, it's manifesting itself like in a different your body way. Yeah. just start freaking out because oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you can't oh my gosh. handle it. Right. And so to turn that rock down is actually to honor yourself Mm. while you choose to turn over the Mm -hmm. next rock next year. Yeah. I remember working with someone this, this past semester and I said, so I, I, uh, noticed this, I noticed Mm -hmm. this rock right here. Yeah. You know, to use terms of rock, I noticed this rocks right here and, and I'm kind of curious about Uh it, you know? She's like, yeah, yeah, that rock. <laughs> I said, okay, all right, all right. So she wasn't ready. And she was like, yeah, well, that rock, it's purple and <laughs> it's big and, and, and it has the, the, the green dots on it. <laughs> and, and I am aware of it and I want to leave it right there. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, that's, I said, that's fine. Yeah. I said, I just wanted the, to, to like, you know, something along the line, like, I noticed it. Yeah. I noticed there was mm-hmm. a rock there. Um, so thank you for sharing yeah. with me that you weren't ready to turn it over. Let's go back and work on this rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because yeah. this, this is one of those main rocks that, yeah. you know, well, let's keep working on the orange rock instead. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when we're ready for this one over here, we'll go, we'll go over there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so um, that's another way of honoring. Mm-hmm. Work is still being done. Yeah. Work is still being done. Just noticing that it's there. Yes, absolutely. I think another thing that's probably hard, I'm just imagining what it's like to be a therapist over here. Because we live in that, like, I want it now society, like, even a person that comes into your office and is aware of all the rocks and they see that healing needs to be done and they see that it's like this journey, but they're actually terrified of how long it takes to heal Mm. or that it might are we going to be talking about this for the rest of my life? Mm. Kind of thing. Like, me? right. I mean, me, me. no, me, like <laughs> this is, this is me we're talking about because it's like you, you see that and you actually, once you're aware of that rock, you know that it might take you the rest of your life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be done talking about the rock, mm-hmm. to really turn it all the way over mm-hmm. is like, yeah, it might take, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, that's terrifying. And it, and it feels better in the moment to just ignore the rock right. and to be like, no, I don't have anything I need to heal from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are no rocks. Yeah. I don't believe in rocks <laughs> and no, thank you. You know, but instead, like, I mean, like, how would you, how would you like encourage somebody and kind of empower somebody that walks in and is like, I just, can we like do this in three sessions and be done? You know, mm-hmm. like how long is healing going to take? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And and I and I can almost share those sentiments. Yeah. You know. Um man, it's I'm like, is this two parts or what? Right. But um almost, like if somebody's listening yeah. that that is, this is resonating with them and they know that they want to maybe see a therapist, but it feels like if I start this, I can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Like what would you what kind of advice yeah. would you give to them? I mean, they are in the power seat. Really, mm-hmm. ultimately, you can choose to take the journey yeah. and and become aware and, and challenge yourself for for growth and and you can choose to say I want to do three, six, even one session. I think mm-hmm. one session alone could even right. be. I That's mean, still work. I love that you said that earlier. That still work. It's work still is being work. done. Yeah. yeah, I mean to fill out the paperwork. Yeah, just to begin. That's admission. Uh-huh. Off in realization mm. that I need something more yeah. than where I'm at. Yeah. That alone, man. That's, that's hard work, yeah. You didn't even step in my office. Yet. Right. <laughs> you know yeah, but you had to write some things down on that form that acknowledged. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I would say kudos. Mm. Kudos for that part. Yeah. And then come, come in that day, you know, come keep that slot. Mm-hmm. Show up for yourself. Show up do that work for that day. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's this thing within each one of us that compels us towards growth, mm-hmm. that compels us towards transformation. I haven't used that word yet. It's one of my other favorite words. Mm-hmm. That that compels us towards renewal. You might find that 
thing, you know. Yeah. You know, earlier I joked about there's just this mystery or something goes on <laughs> in there. I don't know how to put my right, you know, thumb yeah. on it. But while there's uh there are like specific things that happen, there's still an element of mystery mm -hmm. yeah. to, to counseling and to therapy work that one day you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm not having that same mm. automatic negative thought that I've been carrying for five years or however long, mm. but that someone sat and really heard my story all the yeah. way to the bottom, yeah. you know, or that I even filled out this paperwork yeah. and it shunned back at me. It reflected something that now that it's outside of me, wait, okay, I can do something differently here, mm. you know? One of my person la walked in last week, not last week, last semester, and they had went from this, the, the, the appearance, you know, gone through a lot and, and shared some heavy. And so you would see that element of, um, a veil of heavy, mm -hmm. right? And then walked in one day and I'm like, okay, <laughs> who it is? <laughs> uh, what? Like, what's going on right right and i'm like you know i'm like i'm a little bit like this in the, in the you know in the in the room i said so what's i was like what's going on like how was your week yeah. you know where do you want to start you know and oh uh, she said something and something and she's like you know i just sometimes you know about a month ago i realized i got i got up and i hadn't seen her in like a week or uh -huh. two and she's like I got up and I don't know, something just clicked. <laughs> and I, and here I go. I'm like, okay, so exactly what clicked? <laughs> right. Like, you know, in my head, it's yeah. what I'm feeling like, yeah. okay, what clicks so mm -hmm. we can replicate, right? Yeah. So when we yeah. find something, we want to replicate it, right? right. Well, let's do it. Let's mark it, you <laughs> yeah. know? But, you know, I just so happened to be in my trauma courses mm -hmm. that's uh, in that season as well. And it happens. It's, it, this changed us. Yeah happens there's a yeah. click there's a turnover there's a realization you know, there's a neural an pathway yeah neural pathways <laughs> yeah. build something happens uh -huh. and then there's a shift right you know and while it may not happen in you know this marked time yeah. for everyone if there's a possibility for it to yeah. happen and we don't know so that's why we kind of want to show up mm. you know and enter into that space yes yeah. yeah. you know specified journey mm -hmm. we're all on a journey but i think when you come into to, to therapy work you make it more specific you make yeah. it more intentional mm -hmm. and you make it a sense of accountability specific accountability yeah. that in a way the thing you can do on your own in the next you know year it may get cut in half by mm -hmm. doing it with someone mm -hmm. you know yeah so a little bit like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. i love that well, I want to keep talking to you for like hours and hours Same. and I definitely want to have you back and we can talk about other things, but I have thoroughly enjoyed our whole conversation. Yeah. It's been beautiful and magical and I just love your whole self. Oh, <laughs> thank you for loving my whole self. I love your whole self too. Thanks I appreciate you. Here. All right, y'all. Sometimes recording these conversations is interesting because I know that I'm putting them out there for you to listen to. But sometimes these conversations feel like they're for me. And as you guys witnessed, if you listened to the whole episode, I had a little moment. <laughs> and so I just want you to know that I'm in this with you, that I'm hearing things and learning things right alongside of you. These themes of pursuing your dreams, but allowing that ebb and flow, kind of hope deferred. I hope that that lands with you. I know that it does, honestly, because it's such a human thing to move through, to have these dreams, have these things that we feel like we're called to or made to do or whatever kind of verbiage that you use to describe that thing that's driving you towards your dreams. And then have things get in the way or have the timing not work out or maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a, a place, maybe it's a job, maybe it's a career, maybe it's a dream, like what, whatever that is that kind of lands with you, 
that there's times where we have to kind of loosen our grip on things. We have to loosen those fingers and kind of hold things lightly and want to just kind of exist lightly, but make a big impact. And man, if that is not where I'm at right now, I don't know how else to describe it. Maybe some of you are there as well. So I hope that this was beneficial. I hope that you enjoyed listening to Nicola share her heart and her story, her journey, and that it, it resonated with you in your journey as well. And if it did, I'd love to hear about it. Nicola has her own podcast coming soon. It's called Healing for Her. As she moves through this therapeutic journey and becomes a therapist, a counselor, she is going to launch her own podcast. So you can look that up. And I'll put that in the show notes so that I don't just spell that out for you now. I'm so glad that you joined us today. We'll talk more next time.